Our podcast inspires, entertains, educates, and encourages young Catholics in living the Catholic faith in these modern times. In each episode, we present topics on issues and stories in our societies affecting the Catholic youth and the Catholic faith. So join us every week as we feature interviews of experts in Catholic faith. Stay tuned and welcome to the show. Your show, Your Catholic Voices. Thank you. Welcome back to your show, Young Catholic Voices. I still have my beautiful and wonderful co-host still in the show. Masha, how you doing? I'm good. Mabel? Fine, people. Solomon, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Yeah, of course. Yes, um, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, it's still your show, Young Catholic Voices. And we're discussing on the issue of sexual abstinence. But before we go back to the issue, we quickly want to take our saint of the day. And today we'll be looking at St. Agnes. Mabel, St. Agnes. St. Agnes, also called St. Agnes of Rome. She is being celebrated on the 21st of January. That's her feast day. She's a virgin and patron saint of girls. And her emblem is a lamb. She is one of the most celebrated Roman martyrs. And one of seven women who, along with Blessed Virgin Mary, are commemorated by name in the canon of the mass. According to tradition, Agnes was a beautiful girl, about 12 to 13 years, who refused marriage, stating that she could have no spouse but Jesus. Wow, I think I should just say that. That's beautiful. Her sisters revealed her Christianity, which was then condemned as a cult, and in punishment, she was exposed in a brothel. Wow. All by her purity and presence, all but one Roman youth left her untouched. In his attempt to violate her, the soul attacker was miraculously struck blind. Yes. Wow, struck blind, just like that. Mm, I wish it happens to every person who wants to rape somebody. Eh? <laughs> Whereupon Agnes, she healed him with her prayer. She healed him after trying to defile her. Yes. That's wonderful. Maybe can you do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I would think about it. Yes. <laughs> Later, after refusing to renounce her faith, she was executed during persecution of the Christians wow, by the cool. Roman Emperor Diocletian and was buried beside the Via Nomentana, which is an ancient road in Italy that leads from Rome to Nomentum. Hmm. Oh. St. Agnes is venerated in the Roman Catholic Church, Eastern Catholic Churches, Eastern Orthodox Churches, Oriental Orthodox Churches, Anglican Communion, Lutheranism. Wow! That's what sainthood can do to somebody. Everybody will recognize you. You can imagine. Agnes's bones are conserved beneath the high altar in the church of St. Agnes Fuori, Lomura, in Rome built over the catacomb that housed her tomb. Her skull is preserved in a separate chapel in the church of St. Agnes in Agon, in Rome's Piazza Navona. Wow, that's beautiful. I wish I can die as a saint. And I know I will die as a saint. I don't know of Solomon Lucky, who has 1,000 concubines. <laughs> How possible? Lucky, don't come and adopt it. Don't come and adopt it. We believe our sainthood. Lucky, just die as lucky. No, I want to die 
as a saint and be remembered sincerely. Okay. Speaking about saints, I, I just remember John Paul before he died. I think there was these two countries that were actually fighting, they were at war then. But when he died, the presidents of both countries were seated side by side just because of this guy to come and pay their last respect for this noble man. You can imagine what that meant to the whole world as a then. Yeah, living a it, life of You understand? So, yes, it's John Paul II. And that is why I chose his name during my confirmation as Excuse my me. chosen saint. See, being I know, a saint is not a sit-down-look activity. It doesn't really it matter. It is something that has to do with sacrifices. I know. Lucky cannot even sacrifice one hour. <laughs> eh? That's one a lie, baby. That's a lie. That's a lie. Lucky, I don't want to go. See, so when that. I say one hour, I beg. It's still your show. We are having fun in this studios and okay. we still have my able-bodied co-host still within the studio and we are moving on with the show guys practicing abstinence in dating and courtship has many challenges which we've been able to extract but some people have invented ways like kissing masturbation and alpha course non-preventive sexual activity to overcome these urges and desires do these activities have negative implications and are they prohibited in Christian relationships? Solomon, I would like to take you up on that. Yeah, thank you, Lucky. Um, of course, uh, a lot of people will practice abstinence. Uh, everybody, everybody is a human, of course, and sure. uh, we have hodges, you know, uh, societal influence, influence from TV, uh, telenovelas, all of this uh, Z word and everything. You see, ladies kind of getting emotional and. You know, it becomes very hard in practicing abstinence. However, people have invented ways like kissing, you know, like people who understand, I mean, whose love language is um, based on touching, touching and contact. Mm. You know, those kind of people have... Uh, have difficulty touching uh, in what says Solomon. Uh, Could you please just specify. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, touching in the, in the aspect of um, you know smooshing, kissing, you know those see kind of. Way, see the way you are saying it sexually. Are you no no? Are no, no, you no. imagining <laughs> or no. feeling the activity no. already, no. or you imagining see, it? Listen, let us face the fact. A okay. lot of youths engage in this thing. Yes, you know, a lot of people, know. a lot of people engage in this, and they find it as a way to escape actually actual penetrative sex. Okay. You see, is asking, is it a sin, Solomon? Uh, yeah. uh, you, you, you know, yes, I, I agree. I will agree with the aspect of masturbation. Masturbation is a sin. It is a sin against the body. All form of forms of outer course, okay. um, oral sex, and all those things are also uh sinful and also um but in the aspect of kissing i'm having difficulties actually uh, <clears throat> actually putting that in that category before you go into that kissing thing what are the negative implications that is what i want you to tell me the negative implications of all these things okay the negative implications of um, all this alpha cause masturbation first of all is this a sin okay it's a sin against the body okay and it's a sin against God. You know, um, they say our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Temple of God. So we should not defile the body. Yeah, and we should keep it holy. We, uh, the Bible also says we should present our bodies as living sacrifices. So we should actually keep this body holy. You know, in all we do as Christians. Yeah, so it is actually a sin. However, in the 
church in the canon of the mass, there is the aspect where we are allowed to offer each other holy kiss. Sign of peace. Sign of peace. No, it's original. 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 Don't go. Exactly. Sign of peace. Original. Sign of peace. Before the second Vatican. The scriptures to, <laughs> to, 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 to no, wait, because wait, that is what you are trying to say. during mass. See, it's not possible. The original canon of the mass, eh, even before the Second Vatican Council, mm-hmm. we had this um, area in the mass where we are asked to offer each other um, sign of peace. No, not sign of peace. So kiss. Only kiss, quite oh, only kiss. kiss. You it's, understand? It's not disputable because even Saint Paul told. Um, um, the people of um, his time to share the sign, uh, the, the, the share, give each other holy, holy kiss. Yes, now, holy kiss. Holy kiss. Solomon, you cannot tell me that you are oblivion about what is holy kiss, kiss. and what is yes. a kiss. It depends on your understanding of no, holy kiss. No, 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 no. In this context, now, in Nigeria kiss. When it has to do with relationship, relationship. Yeah, exactly yes. that it's would lead to something I else. No, wait, wait, now, wait. In the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the other climbs, okay, yeah. they peck. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. when they it's hold your hand, it's your culture. Pecking you know. is also kisses. It, it is not. It is not. No. Someone, they peck your hand. In Italy. Uh-huh. You offer, you kiss the cheek. No, yeah, do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to kiss the That's mouth. what we're saying. Yeah. So that was the kiss Judas used in betraying our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ for Christ. He said, so The one I kiss is the person you should arrest. So, you come in here. They are saying kissing as you will know now. And you're doing it with this man. I'm not going to get you. And you opened your shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know, calm down. No, my Solomon. That's how I usually call him. The man with all that. Hey, man. <laughs> Maybe just calm down. Don't mind Solomon. He's just being naughty. Don't mind. Him. Don't mind him. He's just being naughty. The of all this is to bring about addiction. Yes. You can never be satisfied with whatever your partner gives you in the marriage. True. True. So if you masturbate and exercise all these sexual activities, for me, it is demon activated. Yes. You've activated that demonic spirit. Yeah. And wh- whichever way you look at it, if you do not finish having, after even having sex in marriage, you'll still go back to it because that is where the peak of, of your marriage, of your enjoyment, climax. climax. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ecstasy. So it's demonic. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Now, um, please, let me just chip in something. Okay, I saw maybe. um an expression online and somebody said have you noticed that um, um juice is very sweet eh? when you are taking it with the fridge open eh? and you are taking it right from the freezer maybe please know? what's the correlation you know, what's the, the correlation is between? when you are stealing an event okay, okay. it becomes more interesting more sweet oh, you know okay. than when you're actually having it. it now when you are doing any of these things you think you are satisfied Fight. and that is temporary mm. but this satisfaction this temporary satisfaction also begins to build a craving mm. that can never be satisfied exactly. now when you are in your marriage you begin to think that after sex you should also be able to top up mm. 
You understand? No, you go outside Recharge and card. you top up. <laughs> you know, you, you go and top up. And over time, your partner begins to notice that, that you something are, is wrong. Yes, that is connecting. And you find yourself, yeah. yes, you find yourself not committing to that relationship. Okay. So abstinence is kind of building a disciplinary network hmm. before you enter into the main marriage. marriage and that can take you to any level of satisfaction so that you can avoid top-ups yeah. hmm. <laughs> thank you very much maybe i'm really enjoying it. that's why whenever she's around she's always giving it the way it ought to be given and there is no way two ways about it sexual abstinence it should be a way of life for each and every Catholic or intending couples willing and wishing to get married. So guys, let us take a look at the role of counselors. Is there anything or are there any formal role counselors should actually play while courting in any relationship? Because I know so many people have different, um, how will I put it now? mentor or mentee or counselor someone that can actually and easily run through whenever they are passing through some diff difficult phase in their lives probably in terms of marriage in terms of relationship in terms of work in terms of um, um, emotional trauma and the rest of it like that where does these people come into play when you are at that level Okay, um, like we uh, have, I think I've discussed this with some group of people over time. Okay. Okay. Um, um, counseling in marriage is very important. All right. Every, every, every partner, every intending couple should have somebody they listen to. Oh, okay. okay. No, finding your the other person, like um, your significant other. Okay. Okay. In marriage, if for example, two people want to settle down together. You should take time and know who, who your partner listens to. Okay. Who he listens to. Because that will help you in situations of, I cannot take this. And I, I can accept. never accept this. Okay. You say, okay, I'll take it to your uncle in Abuja. Okay. My uncle in Abuja, yes, he will have to hear that you can never no, take this. Okay, can we come to a round table? Because me, I really don't like you embarrassing me in public. That is getting the other person that your partner yeah, listens to. So by the time you are able, in fact, you should work harder in that relationship to find out whom your partner listens to. And if you cannot get, you should go and register with a counseling body. Because a time will come when this person will not listen to, to you. you. And the, in marriage, it is said that you don't share your problems with a third party. party. So there should be a measure. Does it mean that things are not coming up? And that's why so many people are being killed in marriage. Wow. They don't want to tell their parents they are suffering. Okay. They don't want to tell their parents it's a dangerous um, uh, environment for them. Yeah. And over time, they keep hearing and harboring. Hmm. And the guy gets or the woman gets pissed with this whole um, arrangement the called conflict. marriage. And you say, okay, can I end it? Because the church allows you after the death's is still that do you part. So by the time you bring the death to party, then you can go into a new one. So please, um, I think that uh, you should learn how to know who your partner listens That's to. True. It's important. Masha, you want to chip in something? Yes. Like Mabel said, significant order. It is very, very important. Like I told us before, a couple invited me to look into their relationship. relationship. And while we were practical about it, they realized that they are not compatible, compatible. and they ended it. Same
same way we should be practical with our relationships. Whatever things we cannot accept, let's vocalize. Let's be vocal about okay. it. Vocal is not about petting the person. That is the problem most uh, couples, let me say the female gender, uh, get into because they want to maintain this person. After a very period, long period of time, they were not able to see this touch person. At least this person is giving me 40%. It's not a pass mark for mm. me. If you are to evaluate anything, if you don't get up to 75 or 80%, my dear, that is not a pass mark for me. Mm. So I would implore that whenever you are in a, in a relationship, you should be vocal about, about it. it and be firm. Hmm. Be firm. Forget about age. Forget about my mates. Forget about peer group. Forget about parents. Okay. It is all about you. You are the one that is going to be in that marriage. And if you are not happy about it, your whole world is shattered. Don't, Everything about you is destroyed. Don't so you think the other party will be insulted or feeling downcasted somehow as if you are looking down on the person's integrity or the person's person's per se. But your, your choice is what matters. You first. Okay. If you cannot put yourself in line to accommodate That's the other person. That's reaching a compromise. Yes, exactly. Yes. If you cannot reach a... It's, it's, that is why there is courtship. Short yeah. Okay. If you keep complaining about a particular thing in a very, <laughs> very uh, strong manner, no. note it. That thing will become... A killer for that uh, for the relationship yeah. or the person. Mm. If not, the red not, flag. Let's take for like instance, that. you are a kind of person that cannot stand. You don't keep to time. time. You schedule to meet yourselves, and this person comes thirty minutes, forty minutes, and you are the kind of person that when you want to react, you react very harsh. Mm. Yes, you react very harsh, and this person is not. Not it. You cannot stay. Mm. You cannot manage. Except you can cope with, with that. It. But if you cannot, if you find yourself reacting in such a way that even after reacting, you know, so is it this small thing? thing? That small thing is the red flag. Yeah. For me, I want to ask, eh? Where does love come into this? Because um, most times, the love, love accepts everything. Love is, love love is blind, love. but that doesn't it's mean... People are, now, people are now drawing a very sharp mark. Everybody is complaining about one thing they are holding firm to in a relationship. Friendship. And at the end of the day, then how do we pair? Because in this courtship, there should be a lot of compromising, learning and accepting some, um, your, your, your partner. Because even as we speak, your partner is not, never going to get you 75%. True, true. 75% is difficult to get. In fact, that is in marriage, safe, you can't even get it. Some of our parents married without even getting to know exactly. each other. Yeah, now, sure. But I think there is something in this our time that is... A, a militating factor against marriage. I'll a lot of people are thing. prefering single parenthood, you know. I know that's a topic for another day, the, but yeah, yeah. people are channeling themselves towards, towards that. They are being brainwashed yeah. by media. Okay, okay. okay social is, media lies. social media that we are bringing okay, to play. Let see. me tell you, if your favorite actor or actress should act a particular way in a marriage scene, and you are in a relationship, you like that person, I bet you, that person or in a relationship will want to act it, which is crazy. Okay. Bringing the other party no, that is not acting like a human. Exactly. Seriously. Not, it's social media brainwash. Mm. Yeah, that's that is how I see. Because I keep wondering why are marriages not breaking working up? Out? Exactly. Okay, then for instance, like we agreed to meet today. Mm. I came in before time and now mm. before time. I can accommodate because I know. 
that is just me. I couldn't say anything oh because I'm okay. Oh my goodness. And those that came late were like, some people are not seeing me. And some of us were like, that would be another topic for another day. Thank you very much. It's been okay. wonderful having you guys in the studios. And we are really having fun and we are discussing it so far, so good. I believe we are learning and we are growing and we've been able to understand what sexual abstinence is all about ways to deal with it our temperaments love languages how to blend with it counseling and um, marriage relationships what leads to marriage and what you need to understand effective communication cannot be taken away from a functional and working relationship and um we'll be rounding up very soon on the show i really don't know i want to say a big thank you to my co-host i know solomon still have something to say solomon wow i have so much to say uh, i don't know why we are rounding up right now however okay um first first thing i want to say is uh, concerning the issue of abstinence you know abstinence also occurs in relationships and people who are about to get into relationships you know so we should factor those people who are not yet into relationship but they are considering somebody you know uh, they are looking at for the right partner who is the right person how would they identify the right person like we have said earlier on you have to look for somebody that is compatible and Marshall said you have to know somebody who attitude whose character whose values is compatible with your value you understand so yeah of course but there are a lot of people who are going through a lot you know, even trying to practice abstinence. Some people don't want to be in a relationship. They just want to abstain, you know, uh, for a period of time. Probably, yes, they just just feel like I've gone through a very hard breakup. And they say, is it really possible to abstain? Of course, it is possible. Uh, it is even possible to abstain even without doing after course masturbation. It is really possible. Uh, but... I know of some people who also still find it difficult, even having all these things in mind. Uh, some people are challenged both based on their socioeconomic status, like uh, um, people who are born into a very poor home who have to go into prostitution in order. Even though they were brought up as Catholics, they, was, they were brought up with the value of abstaining from sex, but they had just had to do all these things. Solomon, two minutes. Two minutes. I'm giving you two minutes. I'm, I'm trying to just reach out to them. I'm just trying to say so it, it, it is possible for you to abstain. It's possible. Offer yourself up to God. God is right there. It's not, to give, it's not going to give you a challenge that is too hard for you to actually um, overcome. So, um, as Catholics, we all know that abstinence is, is, is the way to go. And I believe God will always be there for us to help us in that task thank, thank you. you the lord jesus christ will always be there to help us any last words Marsha? yeah all i can say is for couples intending to get married watch there out are no couples yet okay <laughs> partners yes. oh, that okay. intending to become couples thank you for that mabel <laughs> <laughs> considering marriage please watch out for the red flags hmm and abstain with everything you've got hmm. it will work so long god is involved before you go red flags one or two three red flags from you red flags identify any red flags 
of course, there are red flags in every area of our in in relationship. Lucky know? gave me one red flag today. I'm still. <laughs> flag. I need an apology for that red flag you gave me. Maybe Unpositioned red flag. Any red you gave me. Last so, words. Uh, my last words are um um um. Abstinence is quite practicable, okay? Abstinence is not virginity. Don't feel guilty. Um, don't think that you can practice abstinence because you're not a virgin. Abstinence is agreement. You understand? Abstinence is agreement between two people who intend to settle down, okay? Even if you don't intend to settle down, you want to be in a relationship. Abstinence is a mode of defining your relationship, not being in a sexual relationship. And it is a spiritual activity. We can't take it away from that. Because any other thing apart from that is gratifying the flesh. Mm. Thank you. Gratification of the flesh. Solomon, any last words from you before we call it a day? Okay, thank God I have two last words. <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot he has called me before. Anyways, yeah, um, like, like Mabel said, abstinence is actually practicable. We just have to understand, define our values, understand the person who we want to go into a relationship with. You must understand that the right partner matters. If your partner does not have the same value as you have, then there will be problems. And if they have, if they do have, then you know that there is a possibility that this relationship will go far. So let us be um, um, wary of that fact. Thank you. Thank you very much, Solomon. Um, before we call it a day on the show, you can follow us on our various social media platforms. On Facebook, it is Young Catholic Voices Podcast. On Twitter, it's Young Catholic Voices. On Instagram, it's Young Catholic Voices. And for me, your regular favorite host, Lucky, whatever the mind can conceive and believe in, believe it, it can achieve it. So thank you very much for joining us on today's program. See you same time, same station. It's still your favorite show, Young Catholic Voices. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.